1: heard that stated over and over and over again as a biblical principle if God isn't in it it will die not necessarily you see history and even the Bible itself tells us that that's not necessarily true if that particular platitude were truly a precept then Hinduism would not exist Islam would not exist Mormonism would not exist none of these cult groups false religions would exist
0: Sadly, there are many things that continue to happen in life that's simply the result of the sinful nature of man. Just because sinful activity continues, and just because the wicked prosper in this life, doesn't mean God's approving of these things. Today, Pastor Robert will be explaining how eventually the wicked will reap what they sow. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 5, as he begins his message, Gamaliel's Advice. His love is the main Acts
1: chapter 5, beginning at verse 29, But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom you murdered by hanging him on a tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and plotted to kill them. Then one in the council stood up, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher, not a rabbi, a teacher of the law held in respect by all the people, and commanded them to put the apostles outside for a little while. And he said to them, men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do regarding these men. For some time ago, Theodos rose up, claiming to be somebody. A number of men, about 400, joined him. He was slain, and all who obeyed him were scattered and came to nothing. After this man, Judas of Galilee rose up in the days of the census and drew away many people after him. He also perished, and all who obeyed him were dispersed. And now I say to you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to nothing. But if it is of God, you cannot overthrow it lest you even be found to fight against God. And they agreed with him. And when they had called for the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. All right. I want to give you three takeaways Three takeaways, hopefully, from this history lesson in Acts chapter 5. Number one, platitudes are not always precepts. Now, what does that mean? Platitudes are not always precepts. Well, Gamaliel offered up a platitude there in verse 38, which over the passing of time came to be generally accepted as a biblical precept or principle. Listen to what he said again there in verse 38. Now I say to you, keep away from these men and let them alone. Okay, so far so good. Here's where it goes wrong. For if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to nothing. Nothing. Now, I've heard that stated over and over and over again as a biblical principle. If God isn't in it, it will die. Not necessarily. You see, history and even the Bible itself tells us that that's not necessarily true. If that particular platitude were truly a precept, then Hinduism would not exist, Islam would not exist, Mormonism would not exist. None of these cult groups, false religions, would exist. Because if you just give them a, a, a few weeks or a, you know, a little, just a short period of time, they'll die out by themselves. Just leave them alone and they'll die. No, no, that's not true. We have to speak up in love and humility, in gentleness, but we have to speak up against false teachers, false doctrines. God wasn't in India, this multitude of false religions, some of which date back all the way to ancient Babel, by the way, several thousand years ago. but they continue to trap and deceive people. Now, people, people get this mixed up, I think, because you, you see Gamaliel was half right. he was half right, you know? He, Obviously, he was correct that the Sanhedrin shouldn't have been forbidding the preaching of Jesus. The the apostles were not false teachers. But one solid biblical proof that Gamaliel's platitude about the things that are merely of men, that 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 wasn't a, a, a biblical precept, well, you can see it in 2 Kings chapter 21. Now, 2 Kings chapter 21, you should read before you go to bed tonight. The whole chapter, Second Kings chapter 21, because it so directly applies to where we are in 2020. You need to read it. You need to think about it. You need to really consider what was written there. But I'm just going to read you the first two verses because I think it proves my point, at least in part. Second Kings chapter 21, verses 1 and 2 tell us Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. Now listen, this is a this is reason that, I, that I'm saying you need to read 2 Kings chapter 21 before you go to bed tonight, because God says that he drove out all the peoples of Canaan because of the abominable evil that they were guilty of. And in chapter 21, he lays out what that stuff was. And it's super popular today. All of it is popular today in the United States of America. All of it is. And I see Christians being deceived into coming into agreement with the enemy in some of these areas. So read it. And then do a little bit of research on your own, because I'd hate to see you fall into the same trap that Lot's wife and most of his friends fell into. But the Bible says Manasseh, Manasseh was a thoroughly evil king. He was only 12 when he began to govern Judah, and he reigned for how many years, did you catch it? 55 years. That does not appear to me to be a situation where if you leave it alone, it'll go away, right? He did not go away. His entire life, he was wicked, and God judged Israel as a result of the sins of their king. Listen, the fact that God is not in a particular work, it doesn't automatically mean you can just ignore it and it'll die. It may thrive long enough to do some real harm in the lives of the people who are swept into it in deceit. Now, the second takeaway, takeaway number two, Gamaliel's main point was a valid one. What was his main point? His main point was you do not want to find yourself in a fight with Almighty God. You do not want to find yourself fighting against God. It seems like a no-brainer, I know, but I wonder how many times we step over into it and don't even realize we've done so. Well, how could that be possible? Listen, Proverbs chapter three, verse 34, Proverbs three thirty-four. surely he, talking about God, scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. Now, you might say, well, I don't scorn God. I mean, look at me, I'm in church now. I don't, I don't scorn God. I'm not scornful toward the things of God. Wait a minute, are you sure? James kind of expands on it for us. He makes it a little easier to apply this thing directly to our personal lives. He quotes it in James chapter four. Beginning at verse three, James writes, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss.
0: We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programmes to spread the good news of the Gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details.
1: We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click
0: on the donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts, right here on Main Thing Radio.